Are we recording? Are we all recording? <laughs> Are we live? <laughs> Are we live? Fuck it, we're doing it live. Which camera am I looking at? Uh, three and a half. <laughs> oh, shit, there's no camera. Stage right. Camera. Camera stage, stage, stage right. right. Port side. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to look at the camera on the aft deck of the ship. You make an L with your thumb. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to Barely a Conversation. I am one of your three hosts, Jeremy, the grizzly bear. And with me are... Alvis, the panda bear. Ryan, polar bear. And on this show, we like to talk about a lot of different things. Uh, usually it's video game related. Sometimes it's not. The big thing that we like to start off with is a little bear fact about us. I drew the short straw today, so you all get a little grizzly bear fact. Fun fact about grizzly bears, they're actually fairly short compared to all other bears. So a grizzly bear tops out an adult grizzly bear around nine feet tall that's if they're standing on their two legs on all fours up to their shoulder it's about three to five feet somewhere in that ballpark uh, i love this fact because as the grizzly bear of the group i am the shortest one of the group just further reinforces if it's a perfect fit right there that's pretty amazing honestly i never realized that the grizzly bear was actually that short and uh yeah you are the shortest one out of the three of us so yeah very cool i didn't either i thought they were actually fairly large but apparently anytime someone references a grizzly bear apparently they usually have the idea of a brown bear in their mind which is not the same bear of course right oh, so that's what tends to happen that makes sense on that note polar bear why don't you pick up the next little bear fact can do polar bears are the only bears that are considered marine mammals <laughs> because they spend most of their lives in the water. What else is a marine mammal? I think platypus, right? Wait, hold on. You're opening up way too much. <laughs> I was like, wait, we're going to go down this rabbit hole and it's going to be now yeah. biological animal facts. <laughs> I need to know. In short, polar bears are sea bears. Isn't a manatee a sea mammal? I said sea bears. You're a sea bear. Except sea bears aren't. We're not going to do this. <laughs> wait, I need. Sorry, I'm going to dive into this more. I don't think I've ever seen you swim. Do you like swimming? You've never seen me in, near, or I've around the water. I've never seen you in, near, around water unless it was like the sprinklers for your yard spritzing you. That's about it. I do have my scuba, uh, what is it? Like, not license. What is it? Qualification. I do have my scuba qualification. I do love scuba, and I would actually um, love to get back into it. So yeah, I do love the water. You're a sea bear. It tracks. Yeah. And I'm big and I sink to the bottom. Alvis, go for it. All right. Uh, panda fact is uh, panda's eyes are actually different than normal bears. The reason why is because their pupils are actually more like slits that domestic cats have than uh, actual <laughs> like circular pupils. So, yeah. Uh, like the difference between Blu-ray and HDD. Actually, kind of. That just brought me back to a weird time in my life where I had the HD DVD player attachment for the Xbox. Oh, God. Does your disc have a blue bottom or a brown bottom? We're talking about eyes, not bottoms right now. Ah, these are that. Yep. I actually am curious, though. I mean, I guess they're still a bear, but my brain's now thinking, like, what what bear do we call a bear that's not actually a bear? The red panda. Yep. The red panda. So are pandas still close to red pandas or, or no? This is a totally separate fact, unrelated in all regards. Pandas are not related to the red panda, no. Only we had the world's information at our fingertips. I mean, we do, but people can't see what I'm pulling up. It's also way more fun to make wild accusations. Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to Barely Barely Conversation, where we just throw out random facts without checking anything. Welcome to Barely Fact Checked. I was going to say, we need to hire a fact checker now. 
Uh, my gosh. Can we start like a second, a new segment called Barely Fact Check, where we pick oh, a topic no. and just go off on a wild tangent about it? There's already a million people who do that, and they're called conspiracy theorists. I was going to say, that's how conspiracy theorists start. Yeah, but at least we're up front about it that, you know, we know we're wrong, probably. Hopefully. Hey, did you all know it's tarantula mating season in Colorado? What is yeah, happening? I, I, I heard something about that, but I wasn't sure. So it's happening right now? Uh, September, <laughs> you're going to start seeing... <laughs> roaming squads. I don't know if they're actually called squads, but this newspaper article says roaming squads of male tarantulas looking for fun. I can't tell. Are we doing the thing right now, or is that a real thing? I'm not. No, that I'm, that's a real thing. So Here's the thing. I don't think Ryan would actually joke about spiders. No. <laughs> is oh, that's the thing. true. That's true. So. What I'm hearing is I will never be in Colorado around September. Nope. My birthday will be spent far away. To be fair, tarantulas actually don't really bite. No, no. <laughs> to be more fair, they're furry and bigger, so fire will work better. I was about True. to say, you saw what the tarantula did to him and grounded, but that wasn't a tarantula. I think that was a wolf spider. Correct. That was a wolf spider. Yeah. All shall be cleansed by the purifying fire. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played that game, Burn It With Fire? Where you literally just burn everything, including spiders and other stuff? That would yeah. involve him actually being in a game with spiders. I'm okay with games. You get to burn them. Yeah, you get to kill it. True enough. I can't live out that fantasy in my own home. <laughs> I, I don't mean... think my insurance company will be like, why is your house burnt down? <gasps> Spider. Well, let me tell you, there was this spider. It, it was small, you know, maybe a few millimeters big on the body, but uh, it was there and I had a flamethrower available. This is how you can tell that you are not afraid of spiders because you said it was small, like something like three millimeters, whereas I would say it was huge, like three or four millimeters, huge. So what do the ones that like can climb up, like the ones that are like a huge palm leaf size to you? Demons. <laughs> okay demons <laughs> demons make sense all right spawns of satan yeah i was about to say at that point ryan's just looking for the like gateway to the underworld and trying to find a way to seal that he's calling up sam and dean and like hey i got a job for you i need doom guy please <laughs> at this at that point glass factory the whole place it's fine well i mean doom guy's only gonna show up if it's on mars right no, 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 no. He does not just go to Mars. If you tell him there's a demon, he's there. True. 1-800-I-KILL-DEMONS. That is phone number. Or apparently if he's going to go to a small town and check out his girlfriend's house, because that's a thing now. Oh, you mean, uh, oh my gosh, why was I her name? Isabel? Is that, is that her name? Yep. The best internet relationship to come out of everything. At first I hated it, but it probably would be one of the healthiest relationships. Someone who's overly positive about everything and the other person who's just like, has zero chill. Literally zero chill. They balance each other i question things don't we usually have a <laughs> uh like a plan when we go into these things shouldn't we be talking about something else yeah we do have a plan actually we're moving on to the next thing right now which is what have we played so far this year i'll kick it off since the last time we all chatted i've beaten tales of symphonia diablo 4 zelda tears of the kingdom horizon forbidden west and the season of the deep for destiny 2 which i'll be honest was probably the, one of the most disappointing seasons in destiny so far like the environment everything was fine enough it was entertaining but the content was was just there yeah the best way i could describe it i'm surprised you didn't put the uh fortnite battle pass on there i forgot to add it i also <laughs> got optimus prime and fortnite by getting that battle pass and part of me is dead inside for doing that but i'm also excited to have optimus prime anytime i play that game now and you're welcome <laughs> thank you the thing i have not done recently because 
I'm going to go off on a tangent. Never happens, right? You never do that. Never. So to beat Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, I refused to actually let the game update when they did the 1.12 patch update that removed your duplication capabilities. So that meant that I did not actually do any ring fitness the entire time I was playing that game because I could not sign out of Zelda or else it would update and I would lose my ability to just glitch my way to glory in the game. Wow. The sacrifices we make. It was necessary to have 700 and some odd diamonds by the end of the game that I just sold for a lot of money and attached to weapons to give like plus 35 damage to things. It was beautiful. <laughs> I used so many diamond arrows to just peg things in the face, Diggity. phrasing, and <laughs> take them out. It was great. You know what? Anyone's going to be pegging in this group. I think it's you, Jeremy. With that, I'm going to pass to you, Ryan. For me, I'm the easiest one. I, when it comes to gaming and the way, I, way I've been this summer, my mind space has really just been sit down for an hour or two and try to get as much gaming in as I can. Uh, and that has always led me to my tried and true smite. I can't stop. Can't, won't. Don't want to some say he might be addicted he is 100 <laughs> percent. no i am there's no question about it i used to have other games that i could just jump in play a few matches and then jump out of oh we'll talk about that in a little bit i know <laughs> but at least this game hasn't completely smacked its fan base in days oh the foreshadowing yeah, dun, dun, yeah. Dun. if this was a video i'd insert the uh was it shocked gopher or... <laughs> i mean I, I i played a lot of short games i played element td i played crab champions i played brotato um i played a lot of games that i can get in you know what i would call adult gaming games that you can sit down for 30 minutes to an hour play complete and leave mm -hmm. hearthstone start playing more hearthstone again i know we've all played a couple times so i feel like there's always a battlegrounds match on my ipad at any given time that's why you're like always online you're not wrong it's a good game it's solid yeah it is however again another blizzard action to uh not allow us to buy the pass with earned money but you have to pay with real yeah <laughs> wow yeah we've been hanging out too long always that's gonna be fun to translate or to transcribe simultaneous yes yeah well that's a you problem yeah that's not for us to deal with that's true <sighs> alvis take it away <laughs> I mean, I've completed several games since we last talked, but the most recently, I beat the Marvel Midnight Suns DLC for Storm. That was a lot of fun. My son and I have been going through a series of games that are co-op games called We Were Here. So We Were Here, We Were Here Too, and We Were Here Together. We completed all of them, 100% of all of them. Very complicated puzzles, but very enjoyable. Also beat Diablo 4. I play a lot of mobile games, so Clash Royale. I did the battle pass and played that. And uh, my son and I also completed Remnant from the Ashes, which is the first game before Remnant 2. And I have been playing a hell of a lot of that recently so yeah that's been fun i feel like you're gonna be playing that game for a very long time based on what you told me the fact that it just has so many secrets and hidden just areas to go play with and let me give you just a little glimpse of this i've played for 45.5 hours according to steam i haven't even touched i think a third of okay <laughs> Pause for just a minute. You just got that game like a week ago. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. I fail to see your point here. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm not even, I'm impressed. Not even mad. <laughs> you know how I do when it comes to games that I really enjoy. <laughs> 
let's not get into playtime, okay? Because we all know where that's going to take us. Yeah. We'll be right back talking about Smite. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 665.5. Oh, so close. Sorry, what? So mm -hmm. close to 666. 665.5 hours? As of yesterday, yes. <laughs> yes, that's as of yesterday. This recording is taking place at 8.10 p.m. on August 22nd, 2023. Perfect. We're going to check back in with you on the next recording. Oh, shit. And see see where we hit on those hours there. That, now, we have a new segment called uh, Ryan's Smite Time. <laughs> Smite Watch. <laughs> Smite Watch 2023. Let's see Ryan's life go downhill. Can we hit the thousand? Yeah, we can. We'll just have a, we'll have a challenge section where people can, I don't know, do something to challenge you to get X number of hours in a week and it'll be fun. It'll be a fun game. It's okay. All I'm seeing is like, you know, lo and behold, for some reason, the podcast takes off and millions of people are watching it. And then there's an underground betting ring. There's an over under. People are playing prices right rules. And it's all. <laughs> I love everything you just said, except for one thing. It would not be underground. This will be live in Vegas. We're taking this betting to Vegas. I just like the idea of an illegal gambling ring about smite. No, this is going to be. So in Vegas, do you remember we were in, in the pyramid for your party? Luxor. The Luxor. Thank you. And we went to that sports area. They just had all the different sports ball events going on. Yes, I'm using that term. Yeah, I fell asleep in the chairs. Yeah, it's great sleeping area. That's where it'll be. Oh my God. That's where it'll be casted. And people will be making their bets up there. Quote, unquote, fell asleep in the chair. I mean, I was enjoying watching the Sharks game. But that was me. I was enjoying watching the games too, actually. But those chairs are really comfortable. Like they're the really short leather chairs. Like you really sink into them. It's because they're well-worn. Of the sad depression of lost lives. Many millions of dollars have been lost in those chairs. That as well. Well, I will make sure to uh, keep you guys updated on that. Number. Thank you. Don't worry. We'll ask. Yeah. I know. In fact, here, hold on. Let me just add that to the list of things here for <laughs> us. Uh, we're just going to put that right under this as a note. A smite watch. And it's official. It's on there. That's going to go every single episode from now on. Sure is. Well, so we've talked about what we've been playing, what we've beaten, what we've enjoyed a little bit. Uh, smite watch with the date on there now perfect <laughs> <laughs> gotta make it official so what's next on the horizon for us around gaming i'll be honest i'm trying to actually think about what has me super excited and the main game that comes to mind for me right now is super mario rpg remake for one of them and super mario wonder i think are the two big ones for me at the moment okay all right even over like destiny 2 final shape and modern warfare 3 and all those how about starfield starfield's weird for me man really like, i'm excited okay I'm excited for it, but I can only I can only be so excited. And and the reason I say that is I'm still a little bit burnt out on sandbox and it's just a big sandbox that and I know it's going to be buggy as hell when it comes out because it's a Bethesda game. Bethesda. Yeah, of course. Not wrong. 100 percent. 100 percent true. That's part of its charm. I mean, sure. When I beat Fallout New Vegas, I beat it because the big bad boss glitched out and just literally became a slingshot and flung his body a thousand feet in the air and died from fall damage. I get it. Oh, my God. God. It's part of the game and part of the charm. God, that's glorious. <laughs> it was pretty fantastic. <laughs> I feel like we're missing a big one, though. We are, and I'm trying to remember what it is. I guess we have the internet. I could just pull up. I mean, Armored Core 6 is coming out soon. Oh, yeah. So, like, when we say future and stuff like that, like, you guys always go to games that haven't come out yet, but we have to think about how long these episodes come out in, and there's a game out right now that seems to be taking up a lot of our lives. I mean, you guys, for sure. Well, yeah, it will take your life. 
Oh, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> Man, you're right. Baldur's Gate just came out. And I am loving that game. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where I could see us doing a three, you know, barely gaming, like actual video on the YouTube, and I would do a complete roll character, like roll dice for every aspect of the character, and that'd be hilarious. You know, do character voice. Well, I guess they have the character voices in the game. Yeah, I wouldn't go as far as character voices, but just pure chaos knowing us. Commentary. We'd need the commentary. For it to be true chaos for me, I would have to be non-chaotic, which would be really hard to pull back. That scares me a little bit. Ah, let your freak flag fly. <laughs> All right. Gonna play a bard, but he's gonna have pure strength. Let's go. What happens if I just put this alchemist fire here? What? I wonder what would happen if I just tap whole building just explodes while you guys are in it. Oh, that was fun. Moving on. Cool. I'm going to stroll to the next area. I'm going to go talk to Smithers. It's, it's Withers, isn't it? Sorry. I always call him Smithers. Uh, of course you do. That's fair. He kind of looks like Smithers. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't picked up Baldur's Gate 3 yet only because I am going to be gone for the next three weeks, essentially. So yeah, but excited to play it when I get back for sure. We need to know who you want to bang. Everyone. True. I was going to say, is there a limit? Like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Everyone. I plan on my characters just sweeping that entire game, not unlike my Commander Shepard did in Mass Effect 2. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Boulder's Gate, the dating sim. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. It kind of is. Like, I'm trying to court, and yes, I'm using court as the word because medieval times. medieval <laughs> medieval times. I'm trying to, to hook up with Shadowheart, and I'm zoning on his name all of a sudden. Vampire Dude. You can just leave it at Vampire Dude, honestly. I'm just going to say Vampire Dude. Trying to, trying to hook up with both of them, because why not? Find out which one sucks better. <laughs> Him and I already had a moment in bed. Shadow of Heart and I haven't. I'm just saying. Starting with a lead, isn't he? So I want to double back on Armored Core. I know you two are excited for Armored Core, right? Or I know Alvis for sure is. I definitely am. I've always loved the concept of it. I've never really gotten into any of the previous ones, but this next one coming up does interest me. That's my problem. I love the concept of Armored Core. I've never, obviously this is the first one for From Software. Every Armored Core I've bought and tried to play i just have gotten so lost in the builds the arenas they have to fight through and frankly i got bored a little bit like in the the smaller arenas where you have to fly or i guess bigger arenas but fewer units you have to fly all the way around the place trying to look for that one unit you didn't destroy probably 15 minutes just looking for a mech you're supposed to kill or destroy whatever i don't know I'll, i'm not gonna pick it up right away i'm interested in your thoughts after you play it a bit there alvis and yeah for sure uh i do love armed core like i love mechs in general armed core has always been kind of a weird thing for me because there are definitely games where it's like okay i really enjoyed how this played out and like how how i was able to actually navigate certain things but then there are certain times where where it's like, oh, why does why is this the choice we made for this? We will see, but I'm excited mainly because yes, it is going to be from From Software. Uh, I know it's not going to be like I know it's not going to be Elden Ring with Max. Like that's the entire thing of it. But I am excited to see how they're going to implement what they've learned from like Elden Ring and the Souls games. Kind of integrate that somehow with this. Sit down at the mech fire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to see that as a mod now. Your mech has to go and sit down or kneel at the fire. That's already there. I was going to say, it's, yeah, it's day one patch. <laughs> They're not even fires anymore. They're just like little garages. You know what game did get announced today? We're recording on the first day of Gamescom 2023, and it made me think of you guys because I've always wanted to play this game, and every time we try and load it, 
it just fails. The Killing Floor 3 was announced today. Oh, great. Another game that'll never launch. If they fix all the bugs of 2, maybe we can enjoy it together finally. Oh, that's going to be good. Uh, hopefully. One can hope. Hearing hearing that that game always makes me think of Orcs Must Die. And I know it's not a new game, but it's a game I've never played. And I still really want to. Oh, I'll, I'll play it with you. Sweet. Unfortunately, it's, it's only two-player co-op. Yeah, it's a fun game, though. Alvis can be the guy in the chair. Always. Always the guy in the chair. You're very good at it. He it really is. You helped me out yesterday with Resident Evil. I do what I can. One of the main reasons I got through Elden Ring as quickly as I did. <laughs> I was in there the entire time just like, okay, now you have to go down this path. <laughs> all this, all this, what's this? Do I kill it? That is a squirrel. What do I do? <laughs> and then there was my style. Okay, so I'm going to try and just pick this up. I just killed someone again. Every fucking time. Oh, that was a named NPC? Oh, whoops. My bad. They're all named NPC. <laughs> 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 oh, he was really important to get me to like the best farming area. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that that's a deep cut because that actually happened. <laughs> that would hurt. It took so long to get there. <sighs> Well, so we talked a little bit about what's on the horizon. The only other things that are coming out uh, that I'm actually really excited about, and I totally forgot about this, Mortal Kombat 1, I am excited about. I'm not good at Mortal Kombat, but I'm very interested in what's going to happen with the new world and things that are going on. I've never been a fighter player, but I do love watching it, so I will definitely be watching you play that game. Oh, yeah, I have to. I mean, so the other thing that happened since the last time we all talked, you both know this because I've shown it to both of you. Uh, I got a new, can't call it a fight stick because there's no actual stick on it, but Junk Food Arcade makes this amazing little, you call it a hitbox, but it's all buttons for directions and how you actually play fighter games. And it's so cool. It's called the Snackbox Micro. I can't wait to try it out on Mortal Kombat and try and figure out how to do fatalities and stuff like that on there. Mortal Kombat 1 looks so good, honestly. <laughs> oh man, I'm very excited for, like they, they released the, the campaign for Mortal Kombat 1, or at least the, um, the trailer for it. And it just, it really looks so good. I haven't played since Mortal Kombat 10, I want to say. I played when they still used real life people for the models and it was like 2D animation. Long, long time ago. In a galaxy far away. Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for it. That's where my brain went to. That I mean, that's that's the song I was doing. So Perfect. good job, everybody. <laughs> Perfect. Now Boo was under an attack. And now we're in the copyright space. Oh yeah, because I can pitch match that shit. <laughs> Weird Al, two things. Please don't sue us for one. Two, just let us know if you want to be on the show, man. Happy to have you on here. Yeah, three, uh, you're amazing. Love you. UHF, top three movies ever created in my life. Thank you for making it. Oh my God. Still haven't watched it. You're going to come over sometime when you're back from being across the country <laughs> and we'll watch it. Perfect. And also we have to watch the documentary about his life because it's really touching and this teaches you really about him as a person. Yeah, I do want to watch that. Yeah, me too. Uh, I also want to talk about a less touching subject, but a more touchy subject. Let's get into Overwatch 2. <laughs> Would you like me to read the text I sent earlier? <laughs> Please do. Why don't you kick us off on this section? I don't know if I've ever seen an overwhelmingly negative review on Steam, let alone one with over 150,000 reviews. It hurts me. 
It is insane. I almost think they only put it on Steam as a social experiment. And that was it. Not to actually release it, not to make it like Steam Deck compatible or anything, just to see what the masses would do and go from there. It's definitely taken a life of its own. I mean, at this point, it's now just the cool thing to add to this number. I was going to say, it's it's almost, it's memeable now at this point, right? Like, it's just like, what's one of those things where you just want to keep doing it just because everybody else is doing it. But also, rightfully so, it is pretty bad. It's like almost the exact same reason why they took the thumbs down button away from YouTube. Right. Mm -hmm. And I will say to actually go into why I think we all understand why it's so negative, minus everyone just hopping on it just to hop on it at this point. It is that bad. It's unfortunate. Like Overwatch 1 had so much just good, consistent gameplay. People have gotten used to the six on six combat. The characters, yeah, there were some tweaks the Navy made, but the majority had no issues. It was fun. You could jump in do whatever you want to if you wanted to play comp you could go do comp i just lived in mystery heroes and loved it all of us did yeah that was that was our jimmy jam it was perfect except for ryan yeah ryan liked to do certain things i was the only one that did comp and like i said earlier in the episode overwatch was my game to just jump into and start playing and i even twitch streamed it like it was i absolutely adored overwatch and just become a mockery at this point well the fact that we've all uninstalled it is uh is telling that was such a painful moment for me it hurts so bad like i just want my old game back if they honestly came up on like if they had a press release right now they just went we fucked up going backwards I would jump right back. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm just waiting for the announcement on Twix. For those that don't know, that's the new name for Twitter. <laughs> that's a new made up name currently from us <laughs> about Patented. Twitter slash X. Right. Thank you. This is not a conspiracy theory thing. That's actually just <laughs> what I call it because I think X is a really stupid name. I'll save that tangent for later, though. Is it left or right? Oh, it's the it's definitely the left Twix for sure. You don't bite it down the middle? Anyway, so oh. I lost my train of thought about Overwatch stocks. We just start. Oh, I'm waiting for them to announce Overwatch Classic. Oh, you're, you know what? It's free for Battle Pass subscribers. Oh, am I wrong? It hurts that that's probably very accurate. Like, that's so painful. <laughs> I mean, you, you look at all the WoW classic servers, World of Warcraft cl- classic servers, and how they sued all of the free ones to Kingdom Come, and then a month later announced their own classic servers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm just waiting for the moment where they say, coming soon, Overwatch Classic, play the way you want to play, asterisk for Battle Pass subscribers. <laughs> play the way you want to play. You mean the way that's correct. <laughs> the way that I paid to play years ago. God. And then you took from me. I, I know we already talked about it, I believe, in episode one of Barely Gaming, but it's like when they took away that sixth person, there were legitimate stories of professional teams having to sit down and fire someone from their team. Yeah, because... What are they what are they gonna do? Sit there on bench for when the person's sick or something or has like, I don't know, arthritis going on? got to keep that wrist stretched out yeah it's just i don't know i i don't see the justification for them removing the sixth player but i also don't see the justification for rebranding doing all these changes to include battle pass just to make the game take five steps backwards from where it was the battle pass itself is like people did the math and to fully complete the battle passes you can do nothing else besides play this damn game yep that's like diablo immortal i think had a very similar battle pass 
last build. Yeah, how's, how's that game doing? Seriously, though, like, I, I think I started playing that game, played maybe a couple hours, and then stopped, dropped it immediately. The way Blizzard does battle passes, it's it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. That's the problem, right? Like, they, they don't give you any substance, or at least not enough to keep you engaged. I got an email from um, Blizzard, and it was about, it, it was one of those emails where it's like, take a quick survey, try and make our products better. Now, first thing, right off the bat, I know immediately there's nothing I'm going to say is going to help make the product better, but I was interested, so I clicked on it. Every single question was about skins, battle pass, and paid material, everything. And I went in every single one of my answers, it's always like, you know, how excited are you for this skin? One, one out of 10. All of my things are don't care. One out of 10, don't care. Until it gets to like the comment section. And all I could think of was typing is, really? This is what you think is going to make your game better? No, that's what Bobby Kotick thinks will make the game better. Yeah. That's what he thinks is going to make his bottom line better. Yep. And don't get me wrong, I love a sick skin. There's a really cool looking skin. Like, I, what was it? League of Legends, back when I was playing it, I spent spent probably 10 bucks on a Cho'Gath skin because it was Gentleman Cho. I was like, that's a really cool skin. Buy. And it came with a bunch of extra stuff for it. But I made that choice to buy just that skin, not the chance to earn something in a battle pass that I have to commit several days worth of play just to get a few levels out of. Yep, exactly. I'll say there is a skin, like I'll go back to my pride and joy smite. There are skins in that game that cost a lot of money, but they never get taken away way unlike other battle passes where it's like you get this skin now or never get it ever again those skins are there and i can slowly over the span of months or years even build up to get that skin and it's it's just sad i want to go back to the reviews on this for a moment there was one review i read and i laughed at it at first and then i realized oh i'm laughing because this person is so right it can't be anything but funny for how right they are and i i don't have the full review up or anything so i'm gonna just pair paraphrase what it was it just said rather than spending time going over how terrible this game is since its heyday here's a complete recipe to make a delicious cake take your time and bake this cake instead of playing this game and they have the full recipe all steps in there <laughs> it's the only comment in steam i've ever gifted an emote to using steam steam points for because so i was like i mean you're right i'm gonna try this cake out at some point Thank you. Oh, it, it's taken a whole new one. In the past seven days, the most helpful review right now is a borscht recipe. Ooh, borscht. I know. I'm reading through this thing. I'm like, well, this is really well thought out. But Take a, take a screenshot. I want to try it. I'll, I'll do that. But it, it goes back to that piece of Blizzard. I know you'll never actually listen to this podcast, but if you ever do, know that we're not saying these things to shit on your game. We're saying these things because we love your game and loved it so much that we hate what it has done to itself and the community at this point in time. We're not shitting on the game. They shat on the game. Yeah. You are not wrong. Not wrong at all. I also love how 90% of the thumbs up are all about the porn of Overwatch and not the game. I mean, what was it? Uh, the developers of Overwatch porn are uh, <laughs> working harder than the Overwatch developers. Oh, yeah. The comment I read right before the baked cake comment was Overwatch 1, good. Overwatch 1, porn, good. Overwatch 2, horrible. Overwatch 2, porn, still good. <laughs>
Hey, at least at least you're honest. At least you're honest about your review, man. You know what? And that's a trustworthy review. It's a trustworthy review. The last thing I'll say on this is I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not mad anymore because I don't have the energy to put anger out about this at this point. It's, it's more just heartbreaking that we had to let go of something that was so much fun. I remember when it first came out, all of us played it a bunch that we kind of fell off for a little while, minus our silver player. And Ryan. And then we came back when Mr. Heroes became a regular thing and we all played that shoot. It felt like every week minimum. It was great. It was a big part of just us playing. It had five players so we could all play with us plus Kaysen plus Jason too and have some fun. And and now that part's gone. And we constantly find ourselves wondering like, okay, what five player game can we play? Because it's not going to be Overwatch and it's, it's a challenge. So it's not angry anymore. That's my TLDR if you will. I'm not angry, just disappointed. We're still grieving. Overwatch 2, a porn they made a game out of. And on that, it's a terrible transition. We should not have moved these. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Teach. How you doing, man? It's been two days and I'm exhausted, stressed, and wondering where we went wrong. How are you? I'm doing better than you probably because I'm not back at school. <laughs> man, you sound like you want to just not be here right now. See, and that's the interesting part is because there's nowhere I'd rather be than here right now. This is my calm voice. Oh, man. I'm sure school has been um, a challenge. Oh, there's nothing like working for a group of people that make all the decisions who don't work in the field you work in. So school being back, I should kick this off a little bit for everyone listening. As of recording this, school's back uh, here in Oregon for some schools. And we're all in different stages of education. So we have we have our polar bear who is a t a, a teacher. Yeah, send your hate mail. I've already got it in the mail for you. Sweet. He'll be there whenever I walk over later. Then we have panda bear. Alvis has a kid in school. Yep, I have a teenage son that will uh, deliver Ryan's hate mail later. Perfect. Then I have a kid not in school, so hearing school is back just has my clock counting down to, oh God, I only have so many more years before I have to send her to school. I don't want to do that because I enjoy her just hanging out at the house and us just yelling about things on the iPad or whatever shows she happens to be watching. And then my wife asking, why do you know so many shows? I'm like, because I can't turn it off. If I hear it, it's just there. It just goes in. Whatever I'm trying to focus on goes away and whatever's in the background goes in. I digress. The back to school season is always really interesting for me personally because the majority of humans leave education uh, and you know, they, the only way they see it looking in is through their kids' eyes. So most adults look at education and they have this image of it from when they were a kid and they send their kid and all they can think of is that that's what I did. That's exactly what my kid is doing. Being in education is now my seventh year. This is my seventh year teaching, which is shocking to me. It's been seven. Seven years. This is my seventh year teaching, and they haven't fired me yet. Um, yet, yet. But it shocks me to think when I have parents come in and say, "You don't do this anymore." They didn't do that when. I was a kid. How do you even think that's proper? I had a parent, I'm not joking, ask if we still hit kids. What? Yeah, that was last year at a kid at conference asking if, like, do we still, you know, give them a, I, mean, I say hit, I'm not, not knuckle fisting a kid. No, <laughs> they're asking if, like, they spank, get spanked. Yeah, do, do you still have the paddle with the holes drilled in? We don't need to know what you do on Saturday night. My bad. <laughs> different different segment. <laughs> different education. Um, <laughs> no, but, like, and I'm like... I, I I think I laughed 
honestly. But then I responded just because I could see on their faces they were serious. No, that is not done anymore. But education has changed so much. But for me personally, every time education starts up, all I'm thinking of is, is what's changing this year? What do I have to completely rethink of? What strategy have we thrown away because they think it's useless, but we haven't given it enough time? And it just drives me insane that we all can't stick to one thing for more than one year. Ugh. I mean, you kind of have to, and this can go into a lot of industries, but teaching and education specifically, you have to go with the change so much. It feels like so much more rapidly, but you're not given the opportunity to change and grow at the rate that you need to. I think about uh, technology and by the time you know I was in school, they had us doing typing classes on, on computer. It was Mavis Beacon and whatnot. All the little plastic thing over the keyboard. Yeah, but by the time I was doing that, I had already been on a computer for years, so they were years behind where they probably should have been and it's kind of wild you know just what what is expected to your point what are the expectations of the parents versus the teachers versus the kids it's education is doomed to always be behind and yet trying to think ahead at the same time because every kid is different every kid grows up in its own age every kid is going to be a little bit different than the year before it this is correct what i mean by the strategies is like there are acronyms that we use every single year and then we find out that's not being used or that system is not being used anymore and if we're just thinking about oh god i don't want to get into all this but if you did one thing for one year of kids and then go oh that didn't work how do you know there's not a test that's going to tell you this kid when he goes to college became successful there's not you don't know we're we're really throwing darts as wildly as we can but it's with good hearts yeah it's with good intention of course uh trying to make sure that as many kids as possible get what you're trying to teach them but because you're always trying to adapt it's hard to say what actually works yeah and i will say and this is the first year that i actually can say this our focal point this year is actually really interesting to me and it's i'm a pe teacher myself and people hear that and immediately think of a few different things they either think of short red shorts and a whistle climb the rope damn it climb the rope um or they think of dodgeball that's really all i think of but my job has become so much more and the focal point this year is summarized by a very simple sentence where it Oh gosh, I just heard it. Why can't I think of it? It's if if a kid can do something. Oh no, it's oh god damn it. I want to really want to know it. Oh, I hate this now. Infinite wisdom. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Basically, it's saying that if oh if a kid um if a kid needs to be good if a kid wants to be good they will do everything they can to be good if they if they don't um if they're not being like quote unquote a good kid it's not that they don't want to be good it's that they don't know how to be good and the first time I heard that I rolled my eyes but then they were talking about as an adult you need to know how to de-escalate situations you need to be able to work with people you need to be able to work with people you don't like how many of us work with people we don't like. All of us. And how many of us got taught how to do that? The thing that you're bringing up right now is reminding me of our time in retail. Anytime someone has commented on like, hey, Jeremy, you're really good at just working with like vendors or working with stakeholders, things like that around the business. I'm like, that all comes down to my time in retail. In all honesty, you just learned how to talk to people because you dealt with customers you just didn't like or didn't want to talk to. And you had to figure out how to appear chipper and get them to be bought into whatever you're talking about. That's all it comes down to. That's the equivalency of being thrown in the deep end for this. Got it. Because it's it's you learn or you fail at that point. 
this is like, you know, a kid is in class and another kid is um, tapping his pencil. The other kid doesn't like that. How does he take those feelings and actually settle this without causing a huge explosion? Which, by the way, that's going to cause a huge explosion nowadays. Just tapping a pencil. I have questions. Yeah, me too. But I really like the way we're moving and I really hope this doesn't turn into a one year and done type of thing. So there's hope. There's hope. Always hope on the horizon. Hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll just keep going. I swear to God, if I walk into another store and see back to school, I'm going to shit my pants. Every store. Every store. Literally every store right now. <laughs> you should probably just like Postmates everything to your house yep. that you need. <laughs> I was going to say. Postmates. Don't not, not, house. not a sponsor. Can't even Amazon now. They keep sending me emails for back to school too. <laughs> it's true. I think I got three in the last two days. God damn you, Bezos. Can you, can you scream at Bezos anymore? Because he's not CEO anymore, right? He's the creator. I mean, come on. That's fair. If, if we have to scream at somebody, I'm going to scream at him. You have to scream at somebody. Why not Jeff Bezos? Why? not true what am i gonna hurt his feelings no he doesn't care let me, let me pat my tears away with billions of dollars you know what that hurt me so bad i'm gonna go to space again you go to space with the money that could eat a country <laughs> multiple countries oh boy that's another topic um this certainly took a turn it certainly did i will say so school's back it's a lot of mixed feelings uh so we got the teacher's perspective <laughs> alvis how you feeling i feel a lot of different ways because my son is about to turn 15 which also means he gets a driver's permit so run what day do i need to stop being on the road for at least like a year uh november 21st is his birthday so um yeah that's gonna be interesting definitely a lot of mixed feelings i'm very excited for him but also it feels ridiculous that i have a 15 year old son and you both are very close in age to me so i apologize and have seen him growing up grow up throughout the years so you know god i miss him when he was a bean <laughs> i still have the fondest memories of him literally riding enzo around when he was so cute what three four at max three, yeah it was like three three and a half for the listeners enzo is a dog uh, yeah yeah for listeners that <laughs> don't know me enzo is my Husky, uh, who we unfortunately lost a couple years back, but we got a new one. He's right behind me. His name's Ace, and I have almost replicated that moment with Mabel, but Ace kind of really hates anything being on him, understandably. So, yeah, Ace doesn't really like to. Yeah, I mean, what's fun is though is that, or wow, what's fun though is that Ace still loves being cuddled. Uh, so Jason loves doing that. <laughs> It's an absolute favorite thing. Loves to cuddle with everyone. It's very true. Um, yeah, so a lot of mixed feelings. Uh, he's also a freshman in high school. All fresh meat. My son's going to be a freshman. Uh, what's hilarious, by the way, is that the day after PAX is his freshman orientation. So he's going to have a hell of a time. It's interesting. I think he had picture day today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, we're all just like, I, I can't believe I have a 15-year-old. Like me and his mom are just kind of in shock still. But you know, we're going we're gonna to deal with it. And we're going to hope no one gets hit while he drives. Drives. <laughs> He's, you know, we throw, we throw fun at him. He's smart. He's a good kid. Yeah. I'm honestly not too worried about it. I will not say that to his face. So Jason, if you listen to this, I'm terrified over the fact that you're going to be driving soon and I will not be on the road at all or in that car while you're driving. But for everyone else, it's a good guy. No, I know. We always give him a little bit of shit, but it, it's always because we know he can take it and he enjoys like just being part of the, the group. That being said, I know he's going to do fine. I, like I told you, he already read through the driver's manual for his permit already ahead of me <laughs> right like <laughs> um apparently they took off the horse question which is weird what 
I mean, he said he didn't see it. So I'm like, all right, well, that's rude, but okay. Do they still have the colors questions in there? Like you have to know each color on the walking stick to know if people are blind or blind and deaf and things like that. I didn't have that question. I did. I had that question. Interesting. I got that question wrong and had to redo the written one. I still remember my favorite question on the test. I remember it because it was my my brain sat on it because I was thinking, are they this evil? question is if there is an ambulance behind you on the highway and you're in the left lane what do you do it's a multiple choice question do you move over to the right and keep driving do you slow down and move to the right do you keep driving keep going baby and like jeremy said the answer is you just keep driving because it never said the lights were on yep you just keep on going man i don't remember that question either oh, that's a great question so did you guys take the actual paper written test or did you take the computer test they had just started transitioning to the computer test when I had to go in. So I had a choice. I did it on the computer and had to redo it. Uh-huh. How about you, Ryan? Mine was the oldest of computer, but that was a computer. So here's the thing I learned when I had take when I took my driver's test. So you can choose between doing the computer or the paper test. You can choose the paper test and those questions are always the same. Well, when I did it, right? And then because the computer questions were randomized. So by doing the paper test, if I had failed it, I was going to be able to just redo it again, you know, what I was going <laughs> to so yeah so that was fun <laughs> like doing work trainings when you're just skipping to the quiz exactly i would never do such a thing i do not condone this whatsoever wink wink for whoever is listening to this that i work with that cares about that i would never do such a thing i do and at least you admit it yeah, i will say my favorite part of the entire system for driving is the driving test is there cannot be a group of people who care less than the people who are sitting in your passenger seat <laughs> seriously though i not joking at the end of my test the guy sitting on my side goes oh you did just fine but i'm going to mark you down a few so it looked like i did something being the perfectionist i am that pissed me off (laughs) i'm sure i i don't know if it's still true but in bend oregon where i took my driver's test you don't have to parallel park as part of the test that's true for all of oregon is that all of oregon yeah Mm -hmm. that's amazing i didn't have to parallel park i just had to know how to back up in a straight line essentially i don't even think i had to do that i am not uh i am completely proud to say that my wife taught me how to parallel park like a month ago and the way she taught me was very simple and very easy so i actually don't mind parallel parking now i'm i'm curious how, what what she say to you oh so she is a back in parallel parker not a front in first but a back in first and uh, wait who who front ends okay. There are people who do, and they're insane. But moving on. <laughs> she goes, there's your parking spot. Drive up right next to the car in front of it. She goes, okay, put your blinker on. Like, I already knew that part. She goes, shut up. I'm just telling you what my dad said. And she goes, turn your wheel. Come. Uh, she goes, start backing up. And as soon as your uh, side mirror reaches the back line of the car, turn the wheel all the way. Yep. And, goes, and then she goes, all right, once your nose passes the back end of the car, turn it the other way. And that's it. Done. Perfect. Every time. Yep, you cut both ways and you're good. It's, yeah. There you go. <clears throat> I try to remember who taught me, and I want to say it might have been Tala, my old roommate. Oh, haven't heard that name in a hot minute. Yeah, I want to say he helped me out because, shoot, I was not good at it. And anytime I had to do it, it might as well have been the scene from Austin Powers where he gets stuck in that hallway with the vehicle without me actually hitting other cars, but that's that was the feeling. One would say that's the best parallel parking ever. Fair, but good luck getting out. True. <laughs> So one fun fact as well, since we're talking about driving, I learned how to drive stick shift while I worked at a Ford dealership. They didn't know I didn't know how to drive stick shift. So I learned on Mustangs and I'm talking about like... (laughs) 
bullet Mustangs and Boss 305 Mustangs and the Shelby GT 500. <laughs> Alvis, I need to know how many of those did you ruin from incorrect shifting? Uh, the only one I would say I maybe would have ruined was a bullet Mustang, which isn't, which out of those isn't terrible. That's okay. But like, I wouldn't even say I ruined it. Like it was one of those things where like, I definitely grinded a couple of the gears, but I was like, okay, I know what the fuck I'm doing now. And then kept going, but it took a little bit. And here's the thing is that Mustangs, because they have the short shifting with the sport clutches. It's just like, yeah, it was definitely an experience. Uh, very different than my current car. So yeah, I still can't drive a manual really. So we got to change that. My original car was going to be made. That was my plan. I got taught like most people out in the middle of nowhere, sitting on my dad's lap, going down the gravel driveway. Damn herd boys. Yeah, that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) We upgraded from standing in the back of the truck in the bed to actually driving a little bit. And we learned manual shifting by driving a tractor. That makes sense. Yeah. Knowing you and knowing where you grew up, that makes sense. Because hey, if anyone sees me driving a tractor now, I drive pretty fast and my dad always tells me to slow down. I'm like, why? I can take it. It's fine. That's like, that makes me think of anytime I drive uh, our small Mazda, I just gun it and go for it. And Kelsey says, back off. She's old. You gotta, gotta let her, you know, work in. I'm like, ah, I used to drive this thing all the time. She can handle it. Just open it up on the freeway, just full bore. She can take it. She can take it. <laughs> God, but it still shocks me though that Oregon and other states with um, inclement weather don't have inclement weather training at all. Just no infrastructure. No, like, I I know there's ways of teaching people how to drive in snow or how to drive in those type of conditions. I see what you mean. The the huge problem with Oregon specifically is that we get ice more than snow. So, yeah. And that's, I'm the first... I wouldn't say for Oregon specifically. The northern part of Oregon, absolutely. Central, you actually do get a considerable amount of snow. And even I would say going into southern, you get a considerable amount of snow. But for up in this area, 100%. Like not not knowing how to drive on ice is rough. No, for sure. That's a good distinction because you're right. You have places like Central Oregon like where it's definitely going to be more of like, is Canyon what I'm trying to think about? But where there's just, it's you're actually going to get snow as opposed to actually like freezing rain. Like you look at the Dalles when a when a ice storm goes through the Dalles. I'm the first person to say snow is not that difficult to drive in. If you're not being stupid, you're giving people space. It's not that difficult. If it's icy, just don't drive. The last thing we need to ask, Jeremy, how do you feel about uh, your kid potentially going to school relatively soon? There's nothing to ask here. She's never going to go to school. <laughs> She's going to stay the same age, be this wonderful little girl that just like says kind of complete sentences but still messes up some things and it's really funny and we just laugh about it i'm not in denial my house on the prairie her (laughs) (laughs) but and and also it it terrifies me man like i what scares me isn't her going to school i'm excited for her to go learn things and experience the world what terrifies me is how fast it's coming up and how soon it actually will be here the other thing that scares me is right now she's just has this eyes of the world where everything's amazing everything is fun everything's unique everything's cool everything's funny and i'm terrified of one little fucking prick ruining that for her that scares me and we all know there's at least one of those kids in school somewhere ryan probably better than than me or alvis yeah it's a difficult thing because it's it's one of those 
know, you can look at it through the eyes of a, you can look at it through the eyes of a parent. I can look at it through the eyes of a teacher. And it's, we all have experienced it. We've all experienced that one shitty kid that having a bad day. And I say shitty kid, but he's probably not a shitty kid. He's probably just having the teacher side of me coming out. He's probably just having no, a bad absolutely. day. But still, it's, it's not, not a shitty kid. It's a shitty moment in this life. And we've all experienced it. The only thing we can hope for is that, you know, you've prepared her. She can handle it with grace. And if it required a swift knee to the crotch. I mean, you you hit on the big thing, which is like, I know she's going to have to deal with that at some point. I, I can only hope that she's prepared to take it in stride and not actually worry about it. And then just look at them and say, it's nothing. That was just another another drop of sand in the greater thing of life. And I'm going to move on and enjoy my life. And I hope that they find peace and leave it at that. Uh, with that being said, uh, well, I think we're pretty close to the end. Ryan, you want to bring us uh, out with uh, with some bring, fun facts? Oh, you know what? I'll close this off with a nice poster moment. In the great words of Nicolas Cage, every great story seems to begin with a snake. Have a good one, everybody. Have a great one, y'all. <laughs> Bye, everybody. way too many things hold on let me pull up my list of games i actually beat this year where is it i will cut out a good chunk of blank time <laughs> as on he's this still part. talking no, don't cut anything <laughs> out jeremy keep this in keep this in